Manhattan. What's happening? It has now been determined. We have a perception problem. Imagine this for a second. This is a dangerous situation, okay? So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I think we should have that conversation. I'm sorry. Really? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Don't post, request, or link to any content that is illegal in the United States. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. See, senor. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels. The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, on a Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Communist China, which could well make the Soviet Union look like a punk in the next decade. China. I think they, I think they may already. And, uh, and the world is not paying attention for some reason. So, in the crackdown in Hong Kong yesterday, they fired as much tear gas yesterday at protesters as they had in the total of the previous eight weeks. Mm. For instance, yeah, yesterday yeah. was it, it got obscured by the horrifying news going on in, in our country, but it was r- absolutely the biggest day of cracking down on that, and there's more to come. Yeah, it was it's just a matter ugly. of time, as, as most of us expected and some of us said. It's ugly, man. Watching people lose their liberty might make you appreciate your own a little more, huh? Maybe? Kind of? Maybe? It it was inevitable and not the least bit surprising, but it is still hard to watch. How about the the Chinese government saying, don't take our restraint for weakness? That's a hell of a thing to say to people. I don't. Of course, I don't live in Hong Kong. No, something tells me they're under no illusions as to what they're dealing with. Oh, yeah. And you see the energy of the protests and the vehemence of them and the righteousness of them. And one thinks uh, they're not going to stop until they take a terrible, terrible blow, which, they which are. the Chinese government is more than happy to administer. So yesterday, the protesters were able to uh, shut down trains and buses and, and 200 flights were canceled. So wow. they really disrupted the city. I mean, you would have to deal with that one way or another, either, give, yeah. you know. Uh, give in to their needs or or whatever you're going to do, but you can. The, the, that's unsustainable, obviously. Right. Um, but Mar, I know Marshall's got more than that in his news. But uh, there is going to be a uh, most likely there's going to be a bloody Tiananmen Square type crackdown or crackdowns, crackdowns in an era where uh, media allows you to see a lot more of it. Probably. Yeah. Something tells me old Xi Jinping is uh, thinking as hard as he can about how to stifle uh, media coverage, news coverage. As this stuff happens. And what that usually means is that when the men in sticks give way to men with guns, um, the first thing they do is go after cameras. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, you know, listen, I completely understand, having wasted a great deal of my money studying this stuff, that there's a difference between communism and socialism, although socialism is to a large extent communism light and is a step toward it. Um, you can vote your way into socialism, but you almost always have to shoot your way out of it. Because once the government, once the powerful get control of the economy and society, the rest of it, they don't want to give it up. On a happy note, I saw our uh, most recent Yelp review. As Mm. for some reason, people do Yelp reviews of radio shows. Yes, as they should. (laughs) And, and, tip. 
But Sandra C. says, five-star rating for the Armstrong and Getty Show. They are witty and fair-minded. That's nice of you to say, Sandra. Thank you. That is, we have Yelp reviews. Thank They're you. not all that kind. And we're sorry your uh, dessert got to the table cold. We've spoken to the chef. I don't know what. She ordered the lava cake. It's supposed to be hot. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what our total Yelp uh, review is. Maybe I'll look that up while everybody's talking. Yes. Because I don't know where we are in terms of stars now. Because that's the key. I have found they tend to be five or one. That's the way everything is. Yeah, I know. You want to stay at a bed and breakfast? Greatest time of our life, but made our honeymoon that much more special. I'd rather be in prison than ever have to stay there again. One star, I was raped <laughs> while being attacked by a bear. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, honey, you want to go to this place? It's impossible. It was like being in heaven for three days. The service was spectacular. The food, every bite was delicious. Crappy bed, crappy food, rude people. So it appears we have the whole bear thing. We have 105 reviews yes. on Yelp of our radio show yes. with a four star rating. Oh, that's that's super. That's pretty good. In these difficult times, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, you know, as I said out on the road of life uh, back as a wee lad, I was thinking more in terms of two and a half to three stars. You know. <laughs> Here, actually, this is the most recent review. I've been listening to you guys since 1998 when you complained that you had no advertising and could barely get a guest on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because we were hired by a station that was like a dead stick. They had actually contemplated unplugging it. I mean, just taking it dark to save on the the meager costs that were associated with us. And then we took it to number one. This one says, uh, Michael is a treasure and Marshall has a gambling addiction with their four-star review. Check. Check. Where's the lie? <laughs> oh. Anyway, let's introduce everybody to more of that later. Oh, it's lifting my spirits. <laughs> There's our board operator, Michelangelo, President Buttons, Flipping Toggles, Pulling Levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I need some cheering up. Um, both Tiger Woods and I are not, not in a good mood this morning because I guess Perkins and Marie Callender's have announced... They are going bankrupt. I love Marie Callender's bank, uh, banana cream pie. I don't know what I'm going to oh. do. And Tiger Woods loves their waitresses, so. Yeah. I, I wish people would stop bringing up food. I brought up lava cake myself, so it's my <laughs> fault. But I'm, I'm doing the intermittent fasting thing. I happened to go to a major league baseball game last night. It hadn't <laughs> occurred to me as I stopped eating at 6, enjoying a Polish dog, no bun, thank you, um, uh, that uh, food is sur- surrounds you at every moment at a ballpark. There are constantly people eating and showing up with new food everywhere around you. I did, I just needed I needed like uh, some sort of drug that kills your sense of smell. Oy. How many pounds have you lost intermittent fasting? Uh, I did not weigh myself this morning uh, because of logistical difficulties, but like six and a half pounds so far. Awesome. So I'm yeah. filling up I'm my alone. cart trunk with pie this afternoon. We're talking about me now, Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You should know better. When we're talking about Mr. Getty, no one else. <laughs> all right, I get my one line, and that's it. Okay, I get it. I see on how the it other works. hand, on the other hand, in your defense, you are a treasure, according to the Yelp reviews. Yes, right. There is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. I got my head on a swivel today. Uh, uh, looking at the the stock market, took it as my Ooh, as one of my favorite yeah. basketball announcers used to say when somebody would take a groin shot, got hit in the lower abdomen. Uh, and uh, it, the stock market certainly got hit in the lower abdomen today. But where some see chaos, I see opportunity. So I'm, I'm looking around, seeing where I'm. I think I'm going to make a make a move, make a, an add to my equities. That's what we call stocks, Jack and Joe. I'm not sure if you guys are up on that. We in the investor class under the security. Sometimes you'll hear them referred to as that as well. Um, All right, nice. 
Let me fill out my um, Yelp review for positive. <laughs> yeah, you now, know. You said today it took a hit. You meant yesterday, yeah, right? No, yesterday it took a hit. So today I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm, I'm okay. surveying just, the aftermath. Still plunging. All right. Uh, no, futures are looking good so far. But man, how Maybe about yours? Is you know we we got our, our our president has a lot to deal with. Obviously, with everything that's going on. So does the president of China trying to handle Hong Kong and how that's going to look on the world stage while in a trade war with the big dog, us. Right. I have it on yeah. good authority that they're currency manipulators. That's what I've heard. <laughs> uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day, and according to some Yelp reviewers, has a gambling addiction. How are you this morning, Marshall? Gambling problem? What gambling problem? It's a salve for the soul. You know, I waited long <laughs> enough. I waited long enough yesterday. I needed a boost. So I will just let you know that there is a whole new batch of scratchers marinating at my house right now. And in a few days, I will be testing my luck once again, and I will bring home the bacon. I guarantee it once again. See? Oh, he's guaranteeing now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not at all a sign of addiction. Go see, on. see, pork, no problem. Gambling, no problem. I don't know where this Yelp reviewer gets off saying this. Yeah, um, and your, uh, your strategy of uh, buying scratchers and then letting them marinate, is uh, it's something. Well, anyway, yes. another another Yelp review, best show ever. It's another five star. I'll get to the one stars later in the zero star. Oh yeah, yeah. let's 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 buck ourselves up. It's best show really ever. Going, yeah. These guys get me through my morning commute and stop me from realizing I'm driving a damn Subaru into a hellhole city. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty good slogan. Pretty much our mission put statement. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah no kidding. <laughs> ah. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, August 6th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, then, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Oh, I bet you didn't know. Today is National Oyster Day, except for oysters. For them, it was like the purge. <laughs> 24 hours, no oyster is safe. Stay in your shells. <laughs> I caught a little of the David Spade show the other night for the first time. It's pretty good. It's it's very laid back in that David Spade way. Yeah, like I mean, it's just him and a buddy sitting around talking. He Dana Carvey was on with him, and they were they were. It was like they were sitting on their couches at home. Yeah, there'd be pauses, and then somebody, hey, you remember that time? You know, it's just very laid back, but but very entertaining. Also, he, he does his monologue with a red solo cup with what I'm assumed is filled with not water. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure that's true. Um, what are other headlines? Marshall Phillips. El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio, getting ready for a presidential visit days after they become the latest communities hit by mass shootings. And mainland China, strongest warning so far to the protesters in Hong Kong, you are playing with fire. And my friends, we've got a heads up. There's a major trampoline recall just announced. Coming up. Oof. There's only a couple of things that can go wrong with a trampoline. Oh, yeah. I think I probably know that it's either the structure is going to collapse or the uh, the thing you're jumping on is going to give out. The nothing mm. much the other thing is going to happen. Mm. Generally, when you're 12 feet in the air. Yeah. Um, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. You know what I suggest is uh, perhaps at some point in the show we do a little roundup of email about uh, angry young men shootings and the rest of it, and maybe deal with other stuff during the uh, the official mailbag segment. Yeah, next. I've come across some uh, more interesting commentary on that and some statistics that are just amazing. Uh, we got a lot today, so our text line's 415-295-KFTC. Hope you can stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, um, yesterday, pretty much the entire show was taken up talking about the uh, horrifying weekend, and uh, it won't be that way today, so we got a lot of stuff. We got a couple of days of things worth to to catch up on. Yeah, Um, I think there's further discussion to be had about the uh, epidemic, if that's the correct word, of mass shootings, but we want to, you know, know, uh, look at that exclusively. I, I was watching Tucker Carlson last night, and he said a lot of the same things that we said. I. There is an epidemic of shootings, but I wish we'd look at it in the bigger context of epidemic of all kinds of 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 not normal American human behavior going on. Right. Suicides, anxieties, opioid overdoses, shooting other people, not having friends, not having sex, all kinds of things that just were unheard of. Right. And I think it all fits together. Not just unheard of, but unimaginable. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're healthy. You're a, and I'm going to speak for the hetero crowd because I am proudly. I wear the uniform. Um, you're 21 years old. You're a healthy heterosexual male, and you have no interest with being in in being with a woman. You're not dating anybody. You're not trying to date anybody. What what is wrong with you? Would have been my question back when I was 21. Well, depression. Are you insane? And depression and suicide among women is it, is it ex- exploded? We've talked about the various numbers as they've come out. Mm-hmm. It, it should be a national conversation daily of why young women are killing themselves at the rate that they are versus right. like 10 years ago. Well, the young men, some of them, instead of just killing themselves, go and kill a bunch of other people. Right. I think it might be that simple. And rates of anxiety and depression are exploding. But you know what part of it is? What are we screaming at each other about every single day? The danged president. And obviously, I'm not saying he should be ignored, but there's this national obsession and... And the problem with obsessions, any obsession, is that we're, when you're obsessing over that, you're ignoring everything else. And we were saying this long before Trump came along. Right. It's not the president's. It, it's not the president's doesn't cause giant social problems, doesn't cure them on his own. And then those of you who look for a president to give a speech to heal the nation, I don't know what what your mindset to the world. I never in my life have once thought I need to hear what the president says about this crisis to make me feel better. And and uh, especially because he can write the ship. Well, mailbag. A couple of bonus shower thoughts uh, because we didn't really get to them yesterday. While the popular stereotype exists that dogs chase and harass cats, there are many more videos of cats harassing innocent dogs. Oh, yeah. I I got those. Yeah, let's face it. Well, uh, Shark Week advertisements spend most of their time trying to scare you into watching Shark Week, while actual Shark Week spends the whole time trying to convince you that sharks are indeed not as dangerous as they advertised. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That is very funny. And those of us who are truly Shark Week aficionados know that it has, and this is... The most delicious of ironies, Jump the Shark. It's now become kind of a junky, crappy, thrown-together version of itself because they've run out of good original programming or gotten cheap or something. My daughter, Little D, Delaney May, is uh, just thoroughly disillusioned with uh, Shark Week. Here's your federal crime of the day. There are so many federal crimes, nobody know, even knows how to count them. Uh, oh, my God, this the numbers and letters and paragraphs and subparagraphs. Uh, it'd take too long. Uh, make it a federal crime to sell pinworm treatment. Do you know pinworm, Jack? 
It's an intestinal uh, parasite kids get sometimes. I don't think we've ever had that one. When they're around too much of them. filth. There was an outbreak of that when I was a little kid. I remember it because, uh, gosh, I was maybe four or five years old. Uh, my mom explained to me what it was, and I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. Worms inside you? I was just horrified by it. So all the little kids in our uh, crappy apartment complex had to take this pinworm medicine. We had a scabies outbreak at our house, which is a similar mm. disgusting thing. And and the name is every bit as pretty. Little beasts crawling under your skin and laying eggs. Oh, oh. golly. Oh, yeah, geez. how do you like that? Oh, my golly. You anyway, can't handle the truth. It makes it a federal crime to sell pinworm treatment without telling consumers that if one person in the house has pinworms, then everyone who lives there should get treated for pinworms, too. It's a federal law. It's a law. federal law. You'd think the manufacturers of pinworm medication would be anxious to tell everybody that everybody needs to take Or you might think of that on your own, as that was the first thought we thought. Great Somebody treat. had spa- scabies in our house. We probably all should be worried about this. Yeah. Wash all the sheets and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's protection for stupid people. Uh, let's see. You know, I have a number of reviews, uh, uh, Yelp-like, including this one. Uh, listens to uh, one of the stations around. I tune to your show where you yuck it up with your fake news and unchallenged opinions. Okay. Yep, that's pretty much it. That's what we're going for. Thank you. <laughs> Dead living. That. Yeah, it's some bonus email, uh, bonus mailbag coming up in a little bit. As we are now tight, tight time-wise. Yeah, more uh, more uh, on everything. We're going to catch up on a whole bunch of stuff with Marshall next. Armstrong and Getty. Keeps spinning. Plenty happening, and Marshall Phillips is here to bring it to us, Marsh. President Trump expected to travel to El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio on Wednesday. That trip coming just days after those two cities became the site of the latest mass shooting in America. Now, El Paso's mayor, DeMargo, says he talked with the president and confirmed that uh, Trump will be visiting the community. President Trump called me yesterday. He was very gracious in the call. You all know of my history with the president as I've defended El Paso. He was very gracious, offered to help in any way he could. Meanwhile, federal prosecutors are going to be going after the death penalty for the El Paso mass shooting suspect. A 21-year-old accused of opening fire on shoppers at Walmart Saturday, killing at least 22 people and injuring more than two dozen others. Well, and as we discussed yesterday, and more details are emerging about this guy, um, he was, uh, you know, 14 kinds of screwed up Mm -hmm. and angry and, and unplugged in life, as we were discussing. He was suspended once for having a rape list in high school as politics or as left as they are anything else. He's all over the map. It's not a political thing. It's a screwed up young man thing. In other news, boy, I'll tell you, we've got a general strike that's crippled and crippling transport and business in Hong Kong. Something like uh, 200 flights have been canceled yesterday. Activists holding up subway trains and protesters filling parks, setting off pitch battles between police and demonstrators all over the area. And if you've seen any of the video, these two sides are really going at it hard. China, meanwhile, has issued a stern warning to the protesters in Hong Kong. Chinese official uh, Yang Guan, who's responsible for Hong Kong affairs, says through a translator that punishment is coming for those behind the weeks of sometimes violent protests. Any attempt to play with fire will only 
As for their punishment, it's only a matter of time. Now, demonstrators also object to being called criminals by the government, according to protest manager Roger Yu. Whoever participated in the movement are not criminals. In fact, there are people who are harmed by the tyranny of the Hong Kong government and also the People's Republic of China. Well, that's clearly true, and you have our full support, sir. On the other hand, as the Chinese government said, uh, it would be wrong to take restraint for weakness. Their restraint is sending uh, phalanxes of men into the crowds and beating the bejesus out of them with clubs and gassing them. Yep, That's the easygoing response. And apparently the uh, protesters are lining up for even more demonstrations. They are planned for possibly uh, today or tomorrow. So the lines are being drawn. Meanwhile, the U.S. Treasury Department's labeled China a currency manipulator after Beijing reduced the value of its currency in an escalation of the trade war going on with the U.S. The move sent the stock markets plunging. The Dow was down 767 points yesterday. China allowing its currency to weaken to an 11-year low. That gives its exporters a price advantage in world markets and reduces some of the damage from the U.S. tariffs on Chinese products. You know, I've also weakened to an 11-year low. Mm. (laughs) Sorry to hear that. Yesterday, the markets were down. Today, uh, positive, Sean, it looks like the futures are up a bit. We're recovering in the markets. Uh, Yeah, one-word market report. I'd say the market is uh, stabilizing. All right, stabilizing. Meanwhile, two of the largest U.S. newspaper companies, uh, Gatehouse Media, and the USA Today owner, Gannett, Gannett, have agreed to a $1.4 billion merger that will create a new industry giant. Gatehouse buying Gannett, saying it will accelerate the shift to digital and also save $300 million in costs every year. The new company will be the largest U.S. newspaper company by far. Morgan. Yeah, the savings and costs, I assume, are going to be human beings. Yes. Yep. That would do local reporting at all these different city council meetings across yep. the country. I'll tell you, the, the it's going to be the golden age, maybe for decades to come, for uh, local government corruption on the city and state level. Yeah, oh, As, I've already seen it. My The t- little town I live in, there have been absolutely terrible corruption problems. There will probably be prosecutions. There is Thank not goodness a, it came to light. There's not a newspaper reporter that is going to be at the meeting writing in a paper that anybody reads. Right. And you know, there's only one human being that can help the problems in your little town. And that is Donald Trump. That's right. Whoever's president of the United States. The president is really a god and a king and a king god. And responsible (laughs) for the the cause of and the responsible for the fix of every problem that exists in your life. That's right. In simpleton, simpleton America. We've lost it, folks. We've lost perspective. And bad news for trampoline aficionados. It is called the super jumper, but apparently it's also super dangerous. The U.S. Consumer Product and Safety Commission issuing a recall for the super jumper 14-foot trampoline. The manufacturer's gotten over 100 complaints about the legs breaking off. And at least... Yeah, to have that happen. Yeah, yeah. Big deal. And at least... I thought, you know, people were just leaping too high, and I was, you know... I'm going to suggest that it was brought to you by Darwin Enterprises. <laughs> but if the legs are brown, <laughs> kids are soft. Kids are soft today. <laughs> Little Timmy right. launched up and he still hasn't come down four days later. Right. You and know, the, the legs break off. He cracks his head. It's a lesson about life. That's the way life is, son. You're going to leap up in the air and think you're doing good. Then you're going to crack your head. <laughs> 
The uh, four people have been hurt so far. But anyway, the big recall going four on there. Four people in a nation of 300-some yeah. million. You know, that gets to a stats sheet that I want to hit you all with a little bit later in the show uh, that relates to how many of us die of what every single day, just for some perspective on what goes on in a giant country like this. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And, you know, it's not designed to make you feel better about the right. mass shootings or anything like that, but it, it's an interesting perspective on what gets us all. I don't know. I think so it helps you, you got more death. That's what you're promoting, more death. I've got human-animal hybrids. <laughs> Japanese, too. You know, they're known for their monsters in Japan. Yes. Why did you, why'd you use that voice? Which voice? That one there. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Are you taking human-animal hybrids lightly? <laughs> so it's all the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Finding the right balance, that's a hard part. More on that in a second. We got this text. Somebody in the Coors Light marketing team must be a listener. Just saw the official beer of drinking in the shower as a TV commercial. Yes. Jack should get credit. I did bring up shower beer drinking many years ago as a uh, pastime of mine. Big, big fan. Although I did quit drinking Coors Light 13 years ago tomorrow. Oh, really? I don't know what that did to their stock, but. You know, the most notable part of that to me is that it was a year and a day ago. You mentioned it was 12 years ago, and I <laughs> swear that was last month. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Yeah, oh, tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. But the, the balance thing. So we got to this late in the show yesterday. For society, for your own self, on these uh, these horrifying stories like The weekend, um, there's... Spending too much time talking about it, thinking about it, rolling around in it, making yourself miserable and crazy. Taking on all the horrors of the world. Unhealthy. Then there's uh, ignoring it when you should be paying attention to it. Because we all have a responsibility to our societies, our, our, our cities, our, yeah, our young people. Clearly, nobody would argue this. There is a problem. Right. Uh, something has changed, and it should be discussed and, and worked on. So we, we got a number of texts from people say, please don't talk about the shooting today. I don't come to you. So you're finding the balance between, you know, not ignoring a terrible thing that's going on in society or doing like cable news and rolling around in it and just making it your life. The only thing you think and talk about, you know, it's not an easy balance. Uh, right. I would agree. God, that way cable news rolls around in grief porn is just weird. Oh, yeah. It's a desperate desire for eyes and ears. It's they just think, all right, this is hot. Let's go with it. We've been in newsrooms. It, it becomes, who are you that want to see it? Are some of you watching it? I want to see this mom talk about what it's like to lose her kid. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I get talking about the greater issue. Can anything be done? Guns, politics, whatever it is. Mental health. Um, I'm all for discussing that to try to make the problem. The, the individual, I get how horrible it is. I don't need to be reminded with specific details of the horror of it. Yeah. Maybe you do. I don't know. Well, there's always been a crowd for the, like, the tabloid 
magazines, the pulp magazines they used to call them back in the like the first half of the 20th century. You know, true crime stories, and and uh, I can't remember the other titles, but it was all stories of rape and violence and murder and and drug abuse. It was just people wanted to see misery. There's a certain chunk of humanity that enjoys that as their entertainment. I don't I don't get it, um, but it's there. And and cable news, which is increasingly diseased. You know, one of my favorite emails about uh, the whole topic. I wonder if I can lay my hands on it really quickly. Um, is that you see who Lindsay Lohan's dating? Back to you in a second. Oh boy, um, is she? Uh, I'm glad to see she's still around. You, if I gave you five guesses, if I gave you fifty guesses, you wouldn't guess who she's dating right now. I wouldn't have the interest. You would when I tell you the answer. Oh it's boy, interesting. Mickey Dolan's of the monkeys. That's one. No, that's one guess. MBS, the leader of Saudi Arabia. That's two. Wait a minute, he's serious, my friends. No. How's that for a shocking answer? So he owns the world's most expensive painting, boat, and home. He may start World War III if he has his wish. He's dating Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> and I, I think the mom comes with the package. With your little turban and your little oppression? <laughs> oh, that's What the hell does right. that mean? The legendary Dr. Phil episode. That was about her, yeah. Lindsay Lohan's mom. Right, who was visibly drunk. <laughs> Dr. Phil. So, yeah, MBS dating Lindsay Lohan, I find interesting. So. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, we're done. Well, what happened? Hello. Everybody hear that or just me? Here I am. That's what you say when God speaks to you, whether it's a burning bush. Or- uh, right. Uh, I can't find it. So. Uh, one of our beloved listeners uh, dropped us a, a mailbag, mail, and it's a mailbag, uh, dropped us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, in which they expressed that, um, you know, one grain of hope from all this is that uh, people will understand how insidious and crappy the 24 hour news cycle is and, and start to reject it. And listen, this ain't bragging. I don't know. Maybe I'm just easily led or follow easily or something, but. Generally speaking, if if the two of us are getting really sick of something and starting to understand that, you know, this is toxic. I thought it was fun, but it's not anymore. A lot of other people are feeling that way, too. And if people gain perspective that constantly bathing themselves in the worst misery, child stabbed to death in rural Montana, gang rape in, you know, northern Virginia, and everybody has to take on all that stuff all the time. Uh, you know, I think people are finally realizing that that's just a terribly unhealthy way to live. Um, anyway, on a completely different topic, uh, over in Japan, they're, they're making human animal hybrids and, uh, doing it with the approval of the government. And here's the difference. Here is the difference. They're going to allow them to come to term. They're going to let the human animal baby be born. And it's, um, well, it's chilling stuff, and we're all at risk. Uh, they're trying to grow, uh, well, they're trying to grow pancreases in mice and rats. If you've ever wanted a tiny pancreas, Japan's going to have one for you. Well, what's the concern with this, though? Where, where does it go off the rails? Well, some t- one of the concerns is that the human cells might not restrict themselves to the pancreas, and that... There will be human DNA that somehow reaches the brain through processes, which I do not understand. I was more a words guy than a science guy. It's so like Jurassic Park. Nature finds a way. Mm, you, can't, you can't control it. So right. you end up with, like, talking mice that are on Facebook or what? Uh, probably so, and demanding the vote. Mm. 
Uh, Listen, we have to recognize there are 10 to 12 million mice in this country. We need to give them the vote. Human mice. Well, I appreciate, though, that Japan, as a normal country, is doing this uh, with everybody's knowledge, as opposed to China and North Korea and Russia, which I'm sure are far along in doing this and keeping it underground. Yeah. And yeah. don't care what the uh, what the ethics of the world community are. I think it's pretty safe to say if Japan is doing something openly, your horrendous regimes are probably years ahead of them and doing it secretly. Particularly China with, right. you know, they're one of the biggest economies in the world. They got lots of money to spend. And they don't give a damn about the sanctity of human life or anything ridiculous like that. No, Communists no. generally don't. No, that, that that that's the difference between Japan and the United States and all European countries and China. If they had to have a hundred people die to try to produce some sort of technological breakthrough, a hundred, a thousand, they wouldn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we talked about this a little in our award-winning podcast, One More Thing, which you can get. It's like an extra segment of the show, only for podcast listeners, and it's available wherever and podcasts are given away. handsomely. <laughs> Glad somebody's making money off that. <laughs> anyway, uh, we talked about this, and, and I pitched my idea for a great horror movie. And I'm, I ought to get to work writing a script, um, and it would have to do with pigs, because... Talking mice, who cares? But so they worked with pigs because pigs are genetically, I guess, fairly similar to humans. And as I understand it, we don't reject stuff grown in pigs as readily. You know, the organ rejection thing when you get a transplant. Um, and because so it's delicious or what? Well, maybe that's part of it. You know, your, your body's thinking, you know, that new pancreas of mine, it's clearly not human, but it is delicious. Uh, so anyway, human-animal hybrids, it's terrifying. There's a history of stories going back. You know, your island, the Dr. Moreau, your The Fly. Any other good ones I'm, I'm forgetting? Well, oh, my God, the, the wolf man, the werewolf, right? Huh. It's a kind of a human-animal hybrid thing. Um, in, in my movie, the, the pigs, you know, some, uh, and, and positive, Sean, you can tell me what trope to use in the movie, but if nature finds a way, the human DNA gets into the pig brain. And the pigs are exhibiting more and more human, uh, you know, behaviors. And the scientists become more troubled. And the, but the meat industry demands they shut up. And, and, and there are high-level meetings and marches in the streets. And, and finally, they decide they have to slaughter the humanimal. That's the new term, humanimal. The human pig. And they go to the pig's pen thinking, well, we'll get a couple of hams out of it, if nothing else. And the pig looks at the person with the with the hatchet and says, how, how would a pig's voice sound? Do you think it'd be squealy or more grunty? Killing grunty. Pig. You're slaughtering pigs with a hatchet in this scenario? <laughs> well, that's the old-timey way, isn't <laughs> what it? What year is this? Okay. Barbaric! Oh, all right, I don't know. What, do they throw a grenade it's at It's for them? the visual effect of the movie. So, Jack, get out of the way. Let, let, let's <laughs> let the creative brainstorm. <laughs> yeah, really, don't, don't trample on my genius. Uh, so they go up to him with whatever device they use to dispatch pigs these days although it's not like an assembly line because there are only a couple of these okay uh, human pigs um and so they go up to him maybe they got a shotgun or something and uh sorry about this jim he'll say and the pig will look up and it's i'm thinking a grunty voice say don't kill me <laughs> and all the ah, yeah, yeah! everybody in the audience at the movie's gonna freak out probably wet their pants and the guy's gonna back off with the shotgun they go oh my god that might even be the last scene of the movie. Sure. How's that for dropping a mic? I want <laughs> to live. Squeal. Yo! Squeal. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. We want to live. That's what he'd say. 
That'd be the T-shirt, too. And, of course, they'd have to market it with some sort of fake controversy that PETA's coming out in favor of it or against it or something like I that. I built my house of straw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can get the rights to that. Hey, shoot, shoot that pig. He's stupid. You can put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. But I tell you what, when this actually happens, it's going to be troubling stuff. I mean, there are going to be some decisions to be made. If it's mostly human with just a little pork, then is it fully human? Well, yeah. Is it? Mostly human? What if it got a snout like a pig? I've known he's got a corkscrew tail. I've known a few. What then? This is a real ethical dilemma. (laughs) What if it's a pig, but with like vastly higher intelligence than than a regular pig, and you realize, oh, this is more like well, pigs are supposed to be pretty smart, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah, we treat we treat monkeys the way we treat them. What if it's a pig that could beat the average person at chess? It could probably beat me at chess. Pushing around the pieces with its hooves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's possible? That unlikely. Well, they get little, you knocked they my pawn over. Get, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have hooves. I'm sorry, I have hooves. Wow. I'll say to its keeper. I'm telling you, we must contemplate these things before these human animals are among us. Will MBS be faithful to Lindsay Lohan? That's our question.